Hello and welcome to episode four of Why, Why Are We Doing, doing This? Uh, we, I just want to start with a quick announcement. It was incredible to be at the amazing podcast awards in London oh. yesterday. <laughs> oh man. And I'm really humbled to have won best presenter. Shane Chris didn't win it. But, That's um, right. That's right. <laughs> it was always next year. 2021. So that was wonderful. And I know that I personally, my workflow, I, I couldn't do it without Squarespace and Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> just really, really great. Yeah, it just really lubricates the creative process. So this was episode four. And this is the first episode that we've watched where we didn't check how long we had left <laughs> <laughs> to watch. Hopefully... That theme will reflect for you, loyal listener. Yeah, yes. Or one of you, maybe? No, there's at least three. Even Jamie stopped listening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so this episode um, was actually quite enjoyable, despite the fact that it was very similar to the, pro- to the premise of um, Charlie X. Um, Chris, what would you say? <laughs> wow. Well. What a what a storming episode this was. You literally say that exact <laughs> thing every single time. Well, it's bloody true. Just just great, just great action, great content. Out of the the four episodes we've seen so far, this is the one that stood out the most. I wish you would. I wish you were Ray Charles doing Robot Wars. <laughs> I think you'd genuinely be really good at it. I would love to. Do the it. impression of, of the stats. Oh, what is it? Style, <laughs> control, damage, and aggression. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> That's so good. Do you remember the big bad, what he was called? It's a killer lot. Yeah, it's a yeah. killer lot. Do you remember when he was actually damaged because oh. a new one came through? That had, he had like something. It was like the a... really shit. There was the one that was like, supposed to be better than Sekiro. Yeah, it didn't look as good. I always remember um, Sergeant Bash. Sergeant Bash was good. Yeah. Razor. Yeah, Razor was good. There was one called like Spike. Matilda. Oh, Matilda with the, with the, the, the round the, thing, the, yeah. The, For the those of you tale. that don't know, we're talking about a UK TV series called Robot Wars, where amateur kind of like scrap heap uh, um, cobbler togetherers <laughs> would, would like make little robots and then they'd have to fight. It was amazing. I'm actually saying this because um, we got... The analytics back from our listeners the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently, half of you live in the US and half of you live in Ireland. Nice. So it's Respect. very nice to Thanks, speak to you, whoever you are. And if you do want to speak to us, we do now have a Twitter handle. It's at Pink Mist Pals, which is yeah. also our graphic novel duo thing. So it might look <laughs> a bit strange, but you can find. Yeah, you can find us there. The logo of our podcast is the same as the logo of the Pink Mist thing. Minimal work. Minimal <laughs> quality. Motto. Yeah, that's our motto. motto and no prep. Anyway, so, so what a bloody great yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking stormer. I forgot about that. <laughs> hey, why are we here? Uh, um, it, was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. All parts of it were pretty strong. It started strong. <laughs> All parts. Middle was strong and the end was pretty strong. So what would you rate it? Strong. <laughs> I'd rate it a, a strong six, eight. No, a weak eight out of ten. Cats. I think. <laughs> Crossover alarm. <laughs> it was. No, it was good. 
I like. I genuinely was surprised by how good it was. Just, as you said, despite how close it was to Charlie X. Um, if you haven't gathered yet, the theme of this episode was uh, man gets some super psychic powers, and the theme of last <laughs> episode was man gets some super psychic oh, boy, powers. Boy, boy, gets super psychic this time, man. But this one was called to boldly go where no man has gone before. Was it no man or no one? No man. Mm, makes sense. So it was interesting because the premise was kind of like they go to this nebula and then they pick up this artifact, this old earth oh, artifact. Yeah. But then that's not really explained what that is. No, no it kind of is because the, the artifact, they listened back to the recording of it and all the people on the spaceship went a bit nuts and blew, blew up the spaceship. Oh yes, because it was part of an ESP, which is something basically like psionic wars or something like that. Yeah. And so someone, what was his name, Mitchell who's yeah. an old academy friend of Kirk's, gets psychic powers. Oh, and he yeah. slowly becomes like a demigod because he gets, he's just able. And he gets silver eyes. And he gets silver <laughs> eyes, which are pretty cool. They're actually pretty good. And there's this really amazing moment where they're learning that he's learning too quickly and he's like reading on the very bulky iPad that he's yeah. got in the sick <laughs> bed. And they're watching him on the CCTV or whatever you want to call it. And he's like flicking through that like, really quickly, like chung, chung, chung. And Spock's like, he's learning quicker every day. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, he's no, geometrically he's... learning. Yeah, they say he's geometrically learning. We think they meant exponentially. <laughs> I referred to our scientist here. He does no explanation for what that meant. Anyway, so he's learning really quickly by reading all of these words. And then they're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And then he turns, he turns to the camera and looks you in the eye. And that was like, very cool. That was great. We both screamed really a bit. I feel sorry for our housemates living <laughs> beneath us. <laughs> um, that was genuinely good. Yeah, no, that was really exciting. Uh, the rest of the episode is pretty much uh, following that train of threads of, of a guy giving too much power. There's the kind of, oh, there's the, the soundtrack. There's the amazing bit. Yeah. So he's in a med bay. For a good while, because they're like, mm, looks like he, he, so he gets these powers because he gets zapped. They go through this nebula and get zapped by stuff, and him and uh, space and, stuff, and a new woman who's appeared Classic. on the scene. This episode gets zapped as well. Yeah, um, he's in the med bay. He's been kept there, and there's this constant mm, 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 of, of of his little vital signs. Can you do that again? Mm, mm, Mm. That actually isn't that bad, but it's more like no, oh, no, no. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> that wasn't good. No, you're right. But it's for, great. For those of you um, that are uh, sci-fi fans, um, we noticed it was basically it must have inspired the score for the thing for John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, pretty similar because it was that same mm. like one deep chord just being plucked again and again like That's... a heartbeat. It was just, really good. Yeah, it was very good. It really set the tone really nicely. I was really impressed. We were actually genuinely <laughs> hooked. Like, I didn't even text anyone. No, <laughs> Tom was very good. Normally, I did Stay do that. Stay on his phone. So, fine. So, that's good. Anyway, um, and then, um, what's next? Tell them. Well, one of, the, one, of, one of the best bits of this episode was uh, when one of the characters turned around, was wearing some clothing, <laughs> and Tom noticed that they were wearing a zip, and then had the great comment of... I wonder when when did zips come into fashion? And what I do wonder. <laughs> I think it was. You love a YK zip. I love a YKK zip. <laughs> you do. They're the best zip. Oh, oh other zips it. are available. <laughs> but it is an honour to be sponsored by YKK, YKK zips. So YKK, if you're listening, For all your zipper needs. <laughs> you need to zip about. 
just get a YKK zip. It's like that being Rick and Morty when they do the voiceovers of the commercials. Crossover alarm there. <laughs> hey, Chris is getting excited, so I'm going to pull this section back to me and away from him. Probably <laughs> smart. Um, so basically what happens is Spock makes a really interesting moral conundrum for Kirk because he now fully is the like the logical one, which is really nice and interesting. And he Although says, he did look really sick at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, great addition. He looked like, really green. Yeah, he did look green. He is an alien. <laughs> and that's what aliens look like. like. And he says, look, Captain, you just got to kill him at the most like opportune moment. Kirk's no. like, I won't do it. Well, no, he's like, you've got two options. One, we're going to be landing on this planet for refueling to fix our engines and we need to leave him there. Kirk's like, I won't leave him there. It's like, um, your second option is... You have to kill him as soon as possible, yeah. Which is really interesting. So there's a nice little moral dilemma there and they go to this very distant planet where the only ships that turn up there are the ore ships. Um, uh, every, every 20, 20 years. years so that was a really nice piece of good. world building and there's a really good background illustration yeah and they have like two or three incredible um, uh, background illustrations which is fantastic but somehow Netflix have offset that I don't actually oh, know if it was yeah. Netflix who did this but they've added in some like remastery um, scene transitions as the Enterprise was, was zipping about space it's a bit George Lucas YKK zipping about um, <laughs> It's very George. It's, yeah. it's very George. It's like, it's not finished! <laughs> <laughs> it's finished! That was a crossover alarm. <laughs> anyone, anyone who knows what that is, you get gold get star. No, you have tea on, on Regent's, Regent's Canal. Canal. <laughs> That's our, our That's signature. Our it's our little spot. We didn't do that. We'll do it next week. We, should, we said we'll last week, we week. said we were going to do the we'll podcast at Regent's Canal. We need to do it next week. I'm not here next week. I am for you. I'm not here for Chris. <laughs> oh shit! How are we going to do next week? Oh, now they're in the meeting. We'll with figure us. it out. <laughs> no well, prep. See behind the scenes of production here at Tom Towers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the get back on track. There's oh, some yes, great sorry. things happening this yes, episode. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was actually no, no, no. Let's just quickly <laughs> read re- the story to interrupt you. Let's do the plot. So they go to this like they go to this distant planet. In the meantime, Mitchell, who's turned into this demigod and getting stronger all the time, has fallen in love with one of the doctors. So he gives her the power as well. And then um, what happens is they both try and create a paradise on this world whilst Kirk's trying to stop them. But obviously he can't. But Kirk very cleverly at the, during the climax of the episode turns them against each other. God man is being there like, you will pray to me as you die. Oh, and they have the grave. Yeah, go on, you this, do the grave. This is pretty good. So he's like, oh, it looks I'm just mourning the death of an old friend. And a grave appears. And then Kirk's headstone appears. But, yeah. loyal <laughs> listeners, I think we, we noticed something pretty crazy here. In the fact that the, the, the headstone read James... Oh, Kirk. Which is obviously ridiculous. <laughs> because it's supposed to be Tiberius. And everyone knows that. So that it would funny. be interesting to know why that was. Yeah. Or why they then felt they had to change the name yeah. to Tiberius. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why not just pick a name and again with R? Yeah, like... Ronald. Well, I was, I'm really glad you jumped <laughs> in there. I, had no, I was thinking Rango. <laughs> like the chameleon. Maybe we should watch Rango. No. 
Sorry. Also, halfway through this episode, Chris is like, maybe we should watch The Thing. And for you loyal <laughs> listeners, you well know that I pulled a prank on Chris about The Thing. Yes. Referred to episode two. Almost this, many weeks ago. This podcast has been doing so well, it's like eating oh, itself. It's, yeah. Run out extra content anyway, and recycling so, the same content. Yes. So, spoiler alert, James... R. Kirk wins yeah. by turning um, the she demigod against the he demigod and has a good old fight. And it's a pretty good fight. It was a good fight. They like they actually used some quite dynamic cinematography, which is really good. The set was a lot better, and there was like some kind of like poetic irony in that in the end Mitchell is buried in the very grave that he sort of dug for Kirk. So that was really nice. Um, that sounded like I'd scripted that. That came out. That was so very smooth. Oh, didn't Tom, it? I didn't do that. It was no prep. I've just undone that. Just, just undone all just that. Just no prep. Just no prep at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what happened in the episode. But there were a few little interesting things, Chris. Well, a it's got that classic Star Trek ending of not really having an ending, not really knowing how to tie up the morals of its story. Mm-hmm. So it, it just at the very you think he'd be like, mm, this is the nature of man, or have something about how man's frailties, because that was the thing that came up. That like, did come up a lot in the climax. They were talking did. about like that. The, they were talking about like how man is just innately flawed, and that's something to be celebrated, and it shouldn't be elevated to a, like a higher plane. You start getting more power comes more responsibility. Yeah, and they actually use that quote. What is it? Absolute power for us, absolutely. Who is that? Who does that quote? Jamie, tell us who that quote is. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, so so that, that was great, but the very last scene is just Spock saying something that we missed because we were chatting, and Kirk being like, well, looks like you could be human after all, Yeah, Spock. that is true. And it's like, well, I don't know where this came from or what this relates to, but never mind. And that was, and that was the end of the episode. It was good. It was very um, Vulcanist, though. Yeah. Said, like, you could be human. It's like, well, he's better than human, isn't he? Aren't Vulcans better? Oh, no, no they're not really. No, they're not really. Just they're different. on par and different. different. Yeah. Um, so... Anything you, anything you noticed, Tom? Yeah, I, I noticed thematically throughout this first series, given, like, the um, socioeconomic time <clears throat> of the late 60s and 70s, you know, during the height of the Cold War and, like, you know, around the Vietnam War, there's a lot... There's a really big cerebral thriller theme... <clears throat> And I think it's interesting because I think the producers were like, we don't have any fucking money. So, <laughs> so you writers, you, you, you've got to make it things that are like in the mind. And this was all at the same time as um, other series like Twilight Zone. Or actually, no, now I'm saying Twilight, Twilight Zone's Zone's earlier. earlier. It's, it's black and white. Yeah, it's but... black and white. But was it black and white? Stylistic? Either way, there was obviously like a mid-20th century like paranoia. Everyone knows that. That's yeah. just standard history, right? And it's also tied in with this kind of idea of America expanding itself as well and becoming like yeah. this world, really world-leading power. There's, yeah, Pax Americana. There's supposed yeah. to be like peace under America. And so it's interesting looking at Star Trek um, in that way, especially as obviously you've got like John F. Kennedy trying to launch us into the moon. These aren't exactly like exciting analyses, but it's just nice to... Um, so just put it in context. Yeah, it's nice to notice that. Um, other than that, though, if any of you watch Scrubs... <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow, just uh, bring that tone right back down. <laughs> if any of you watch Scrubs, you might remember. Didn't we talk about Scrubs last week on this? <laughs> no. Yeah, we mentioned Elliot from Scrubs. We don't oh actually Oh my god, like... we love Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, but Scrubs is the love that can't get. Thank you. Scrubs is bad, though. <laughs> why we decided you, this. Why did you do this? <laughs> There's no Scrubs. Don't break my chair. It's old, it's like 200 years old. <laughs> no, it is. It's <laughs> in my oh, family no. frames. Did the thing with the hand? Yeah, so be yeah, careful with the chair. Anyway, Dr. Kelso is the chief <laughs> medical officer or whatever in Scrubs. You know, the grumpy one. Oh no, the happy one, but it actually is grumpy. You'll know who he is. And there was a Dr. Kelso in this who looked exactly the same. But then, when I... What are you doing? You're on I'm, your phone? I'm getting, I'm getting my notes. From from the episode. They're not not from before. Prep. No prep beforehand. Prep in the episode's fine. He's a cheeky boy. This is our rule. Cheeky boy. Anyway, so I was like, oh my god. Dr. Kelso in Scrubs is obviously an homage to Dr. Kelso in episode four of OTS. <laughs> Star Trek. And then, uh, and then they refer to Dr. Kelso. It turns out it's a pleasing person. doesn't look like him. doesn't look like him. So... So that's that theory out of the window. No, no, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Clear <laughs> that one up. What did you write well, down? My only, other, my only other useful thing was the fact they introduced Scotty in this episode. Scotty had his first proper appearance. That is true. Um, being extremely casual. This yep. is like all this heightened panic on the ship about the fact this is like demigod on there. And then it cuts to a shot of Scotty just kind of like lounging on his controller being like, all right, what's up? <laughs> That's not his accent. No, it's not. Come on. Do his accent. I gotta get take it gun. Oh god, that was awful. Do his I'm accent. gonna know all she's got. Yeah. Uh, any Scottish listeners, which I know for a fact there aren't any, because I've got the analytics. <laughs> I'm very sorry for Chris. I'm very sorry. Say sorry again. <laughs> it was nice seeing Scotty. It was good. So, um, any other comments? Yeah, there is one actually. I want to introduce a new section Ooh. to the podcast. Ooh. Because I like art. <laughs> <laughs> and I like culture. And I want to celebrate art and culture. No, no, no. No, don't sound uh, uh, worried. <laughs> I think we should have a little section right at the end, just like now, so don't worry, don't have to keep listening. Uh, <laughs> Where we talk about something that we've recently watched, read, listened to, or liked, and then and maybe you will like it too. I'm going first because I don't want you to say my thing. <laughs> I want to go first. Okay, go on then. I just watched a great episode of Star Trek. <laughs> I really strongly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Was aliens? What happened in it? <laughs> Any comments? <laughs> I was, oh, yeah, I uh, know. In all, what have I enjoyed recently? No, I, there is a nice thing, and I'll let you go first. Go on, Tom. Go on. I watched the recent French sci-fi film. Well, that is technically three episodes um, on Scrubber. What are you doing? Mm. You're making Blood a face. It's called Blood Machines, and it's like an incredible, like visual gasm. It's a visual feast. It's just like, there's so many colours and the aesthetic is incredible and the, the visual effects are mad. The story is like, I don't really know, I haven't really digested it, but 
go and watch it because it's a success story in proper independent filmmaking. And God bless the French for keeping that kind of art alive. It's got that kind of uh, fifth element sort of yeah, vibe. But, yeah, but fifth, like yeah. crossed with drive or something. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. And it's really nice. It's very kind of like thick graphic novel kind of like Moebius vibes. And as as, as we too know, <laughs> the French are very big on like bigging up the artist in that industry as well. Yeah. So that, that was really cool. Our friend Dom didn't like it, but <laughs> he's a twat. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about don't him. Don't worry about that. Other films are available. Chris, what about you? I put well, him on the spot because he doesn't no, know what he's no. going to do. I'm, I'm, uh, I would say, as a little cultural treat, it is ten years since one of my favourite albums came oh, out. Oh, this is good. Yesterday. It's the Arcade Fires, The Suburbs. It's, it's, it, was, it was great. We listened to it this morning as I was cleaning the house a little bit. And it is amazing. It, rem it remains one of the best albums of its time is indie band at the peak of their powers um and it's just worth listening to again it's so many songs and so many of them are so good and that, that's that's all i can say about it it's perfect it's like really, that. really perfect that was a good one yeah strong okay. very good i like that section wow what a bloody fun time this was i think it's not I only it's great was the best star trek episode this is the best yeah Okay, right, now we'll leave it there. Thanks a lot. Bye! And remember, you can find us on, like, things like iTunes. Spotify. Spotify now. What? Oh, yeah. Or you can just use the Anchor app. We're also on those other ones that they keep telling me about, and I don't know what they are. Spam it on my SoundCloud. But again, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 not on SoundCloud. No, not on SoundCloud. Not on SoundCloud. Can SoundCloud charge up? Mason, You're no. rubbish at this. <laughs> So, but find us on our Twitter at Pink Pimpercom. Pa pa <laughs> Goodbye. Tell them what the Twitter is. <laughs> <laughs> find us on our Twitter at Pink Miss Pals. Bye.